1: White, Andy, Lou. The Warriors are officially halfway through the season, and just like we all predicted, they are one game below 500. If I told you before the season started that'd be 20 and 21 right now. What would you say? Somebody got hurt. So and, and I guess I guess somebody did. But I, I would not it wasn't I would, like they were I were winning said, beforehand. So. Yeah, exact, exactly. Like I would have said Steph and Draymond got hurt and that's why they're 20 and 21. I would not have known that, oh, you know what? The first 25 games of the season, everyone was healthy and they were still terrible. Yeah. <laughs> they were still terrible. So can can we can we get producer timet maybe for this show to just splice in some reaction from last year's midseason pod because i know you and i <laughs> sat here and we did the exact same show last season and uh you and i were much happier so uh yeah wow. wow yeah so my question so so we're gonna do our grades for everyone, you know players coaches front office other other stuff should we start with the the coaches of front office or we start with players let's go front office all right, um, I'll let you go first. I'll go after you. Um, so let's yeah. start front office. What you got, my man? i I saw the vision in our in our preseason shows because we had a very long and happy preseason. we were eating up eating up the top to two timeline, right all in on the young guys they were ready to go. So coming into the season, I don't think I had anything bad to th- say about the front office. They also nailed every single selection that they made last season with auto gp Bielitza. and it felt kind of the same way coming into the season not the case i gave him a d so i'm not giving pluses or minuses sam i'm just straight up i'm giving a d uh it has not worked none of the young players have been ready to go kaminga the closest person and he's now hurt we have no idea when he's come back steve Kerr said yesterday on on a radio interview that he has no idea when he's come back um the signings Outside of Dante DiVincenzo, who missed the first week or two of the season with a hamstring, Jamarco Green's been awful, right? So it, it, there has there's no trades. It Doesn't seem like there's there's been any pickups on the horizon. So and then you combine that with the people that have left, which they probably could have brought back. That's a D, Sam. There's no to me. There's no way around it. It has been a bad setup of players around the the top six guys. Okay. I gave the front office a C and let me explain why. So on the one hand, I have to give them credit. The Wiggins extension was well done. The pool extension also well done. They got them inked up before they hit free agency, both below market. The Baldwin pick was a good pick. It was shrewd. He's going to help the team down the line and Dante for your one pricey. And we know they only had the taxpayer mid-level signing. He fits. and. So those were all positive moves, but the reason it's a C is they completely whiffed on the front court. And that's probably the single biggest reason they're 20 and 21. They, Jermichael green didn't work. They let Otto walk. Maybe they're right to considering he's out for the year, but they didn't replace him. They didn't find a guy who could coherently eat those minutes. And they banked way too heavily on James Wiseman. And, you know, he missed the entire year, and when he played as a rookie, he wasn't good. So, you bring in a gamble, two gambles, it didn't work out. So, that's why they get a C. And I'm being generous with that because the front court is kind of an important element to it. But the only reason I give it to C so far is they do have the chance at the trade deadline to fix the front court Ooh, issue. And if they like do that, that yep. then they can enter the playoffs with something resembling last year's squad. And I feel pretty good about that. So, all in all, like there were some positives, but it's like they kind of left a huge gaping hole. So we could we could talk about getting Wiggins for that money was good or Baldwin, what a steal at twenty eight. But it's like you kind of put a huge hole in the roster, so it can't give you any higher than the sea. At the at the end of the day, it's it's judged on, to me, what's happening right now. Because even to your point with Baldwin, it's like, yeah, but can he play right now? I mean, some might argue that he actually can. <laughs> some might argue Baldwin should actually play more minutes. But, you know, you can also say the reason why Anthony Lamb and Ty Jerome have to play so many minutes, and we'll get to those guys later in our grades, is because the front office didn't give him anybody else to play. I mean, Steve Perry has no choice, right? So, yeah, I, I gave him a lower grade just because, I would go see if this team was, like, 26 and 15. Like, mm-hmm. maybe maybe that's a little high. Maybe 24, um, right? Maybe 24 and 17. Like, they're sitting in the 3-4 seed range. Then even if those moves didn't work out, uh, uh, that's fine. It, you're but right. Result, 24 would rate. actually have them at the 3-4 range, to your point. Right? So, it's like, but it's all results-based. And mm-hmm. part of the reason is not all It's – They're 20 and 21, not all because of front office, but – you know, we'll get to the rest who's at fault, but it's, it's a big part of it. big part of. yeah, it. I mean, it, it, this will be a theme of this episode, but shocker, one game below five hundred, the eight seed currently for the defending champs who brought back the same starting lineup, like guys aren't all gonna have high grades. I can't come in here and give a bunch of A's and B's if they were thirty and eleven it'd be all A's and B's, you know, like, but, but it is what it is. You know, like we're, we're midway through. I know you were like me as a student. It's like, you get the midterm grades. It's like C, D, C, and it's like, C. Oh, all right. Now it's time. Now it's time C-D-C. to lock in. Now it's time to lock in uh, because if I don't get that fixed, I'm in trouble. <laughs> uh, it feels like university when I was at uh well, we both went to UCs, but um, you remember- yeah, midterm we were- grades don't count. It's just kind of like a reminder. Yeah. Like, all right. All right, right, we're going out dude. six nights a week. <laughs> Get it together, dude. It was um, well, you know, back then in university, you'd be like, at least for me, I was I was the the oldest brother, so I didn't know that grades didn't matter for what you wanted to do outside of like med school and and, and whatever. I didn't know grades didn't matter, so I was like, oh shit, I have like a like a seventy seven right now, whatever bullshit class I was taking. It's what the warriors are at, and then <laughs> and then, but but it's only a ten week semester, ten week mm-hmm. quarter, so it's you know. I guess outside of the war, the Warriors have a long time. I guess what I'm trying to say. The Warriors still have 40 games to fix this. You only get four more weeks in college, right? So um, I go D, Sam. I go D. And that's going to be the theme for me across for this, for this, for this show. <laughs> it's, it's Andy's trying to scare him straight. All right. Uh, let's get to the coaching staff. What grade did you give the coaching staff? I actually, I went D. <laughs> I went D again. Uh, no growth from the young guys uh James Wiseman played uh he was in the ro- in the rotation for the first 10 games for no reason. Uh, there's no way they watched him in the off season and said he should have been in the 10 games. Moses Moody hasn't progressed and you could say that's because of Moody or not, but he hasn't progressed. Uh Kuminga I think didn't progress because he was never put in the right situation. You put him at the 3 or the 4 next him. To- I mean come on. Like what do you expect? Uh then when he finally got to play, he got hurt. So the bit of unluckiness there. Uh outside of that, I just way too much of the two-way guys. Maybe they had no choice, but maybe you survive by playing some of the younger guys and just let them play. Cause even if they played these two-way guys so often, Sam, they actually didn't even win more games. <laughs> it was it's still 20 and 21. So the ends didn't never justify the means that the young players never developed. It felt like coming into this season, that was what was the that was what the coaching staff was supposed to do. And then to me, the biggest thing is Jordan Poole. Uh, has been very up and down. And I think a lot of that is Jordan Poole's fault, but some of that is the front office. Uh, some of that is the coaching staff, too, is that why was he entrusted to be the main ball handler, and that has been a, a huge fail. Maybe maybe 40 games from now, it'll, it'll work out because he's developing, right? But as of right now, those to me, all those things to, to me uh, lends them a D grade. I gave the coaching staff a C. So I'm going to echo a lot of the same things you said on the positive for the coaching staff, managing the whole preseason punch thing. Got to give them a little credit that Steve Kerr in his a game, uh, pretty good at conflict resolution and making sure a whole situation doesn't blow up. And they did eventually find a role for Kuminga injury kind of sucks, but it does feel like he's coming around outside of that. It's hard to find any positives. I, I echo your sentiment with Moses Moody. He was outplaying Damian Lee at the end of the year. So they let Damian Lee walk, and then Moody regresses. I still believe there's a good player in there. There's a bunch of reasons, but ultimately, he's regressed, and I put that more on the coaching staff than Moody. Then secondarily, they just mail it in way too many games this year, and I'm not talking about – getting outplayed i'm talking about coming out there with low effort i'm talking about coming out there with lazy ideas do you remember last year how many times it felt like they had individualized game plans they're picking up ball handlers three quarters court it's it's just a way more creative coaching staff this year it's like i thought the phoenix game was a perfect summary for why this coaching staff has been mediocre all year it took them till six minutes in the end of the game to realize oh yeah damian damian lee can't really dribble maybe we should pressure him you know, it's all those sort of things that have led to marginal losses. I still think I still think the front office is probably the bigger culprit here because the front court is terrible, and you can see Draymond and Looney, you know, kind of wearing down. And that's a that's going to be the end of the Warriors' season if they don't resolve that. End of day. But the coaching staff isn't doing them any favors if this team generated a couple more wins just by kind of. I don't want to say coming up with playoff-like game plans, but just like literally being a little more creative with it. Maybe they're 23 and 18. Maybe they're 24 and 17, and maybe they're not in this situation where they have to chase it as hard. This coaching staff. And the thing is, this coaching staff is pretty much the same. And they lost Mike Brown, but everyone's... Kenny Atkinson's still there. John Malalila's still there. Like their, their coaching staff is still there. Um, I, I think they rely so much on having high IQ players that it mm-hmm. is the, the adjustment to maybe playing more normalized basketball the way that the rest of the NBA plays makes it difficult for them. We talked about this in 2019 for those, for those people that are – 2020, or, yeah. 2020, yeah, 2020. Um, shout, out those, Kelly, that in, shout out Ken Bazemore. You know what I mean? Like those guys were – and then JTA came and he's high IQ, right? And he, he was able to play 30 minutes mm-hmm. game almost, which was actually wasn't a good thing for them. But they rely so much on having IQ players. And this season you can tell these young guys don't aren't the smartest kids. Uh, on the court and the veterans aren't smart either. Like Dante's like, he's got good IQ. I wouldn't say he's super smart. And then Jermichael Green, you know, we'll get to him, but he's not he's a decision not. maker. Like you can see why teams put Jermichael Green in the corner on offense. They yeah. don't want the ball in his hands. Like being, he's not Draymond Green. You know, you know, not having to run a bunch of dribble handoffs. Yeah. And, and like, I agree with you. Those are the type of things where it's like, okay, he's good when he's using that athleticism or spotting up. So put him in those situations. Yeah we have a decade of film on him what are we trying to do make him a player he isn't those are the little things where i'm just like i get it he's not the player you want but end of the day you're 20 and 21 now and you could have probably generated a couple more wins by just playing to his strengths there there not were. everyone not everyone needs to be a playmaker yeah i mean bielitza's playmaking decision making right now even though like last season we would get frustrated with some of his Dribble drives or, or turnovers, but sure. that level of IQ on decision making is is probably top five on this team right now. <laughs> he was on the team and well he's you know, a- I don't I don't know what Belize is doing. I'm sure he's enjoying life back in, you know, wherever he's from. But you know, the Warriors can use someone like that. That's for sure. That's for damn sure.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform. at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: All right, let's get to the players now. Okay, so Steph Curry. Yeah, this one's an easy one. It's the only plus or minus I gave. Steph's an A+. You could probably give an A just because he was hurt. I mean, he's been out for a month and he just came back. But is there anything left to say about Steph? Just the same old, same old, turning along, 34, about to be 35, MVP level play. I mean, he, to me, was the best player in the world before he got hurt. Uh, He's looked fine the other day. He's going to look great tomorrow night on Friday. Uh, nothing to be said man as long as they got steph curry they're gonna win a playoff series against any team in the western conference it's what it feels like to me averaging 37 and 7 50 43 90 i mean he's 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 otherworldly there's not much else to say he just <laughs> stay healthy steph that's really all that's really all we need right well, now. well he got him. his month off he got his month off yeah you know, every yeah. every player needs a month off katie's getting his month right now mm-hmm. so every player needs a month um, he's getting his month so the warrior's uh, they need him to to get through the next forty games, right? Forty-one games. They need to They need to go at least twenty-five and fifteen, right? Like in those in those games. So that's Steph's got a little better. better. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, I have nothing right. really else. Yeah. I, I gave Steph an A. I don't really have too much to add. The only negative you could say is health. Yep. Nope. That's it. Nope. All right. Uh, Clay, I gave him a C. Uh, I also I gave him a C. You, I, I saw your notes and I was like, oh, damn it. Um i it, i didn't want to uh i didn't want to go like he's great for the last two weeks so i'm going to give him a b-. It just he was so bad earlier in the season right he was just so bad he was not in shape wasn't playing defense he was shooting terrible shots and he was moody so pretty pretty straightforward to me um i think a lot of fans were not bought in and they were kind of mad about it but you know end of the day i think with Clay Thompson, it's a matter of if you're a fan whether you believe that he could get back there or not. Mm-hmm. So I think it reflects his play for 40 games. But if I were to say, where is Clay going to end up at the end of the season? At least, like if we're doing grades after 82 games, Clay's going to be at least a B, a sure. B plus. Like he's just his.
0: To me, where the he's real. going
1: to be is going to be the more important part. Yeah, to me, the real issue is coming in out of shape and kind of the mopiness of the first 20 games. I don't, you know, Clay's going to go through shooting slumps just because he's human and that happens. But the stuff he can control, not controlling it, that's kind of the part that was really disappointing for me. Uh, And and lo and behold, yeah, after two weeks of getting his ass into shape, he starts, sorry, two months. I'm getting his ass into shape, he started playing like Clay Thompson again, right? So, you expect a little better from him. C is what it is. Um, all right, Wiggins, Wiggins yeah, I, is kind of tough because of how much Wiggins missed more time than Steph, and you know, he only played 24 games, which I, I mean, yeah, he did miss like 15 straight there, so that's that's problematic, but kind of fluky, though. Weird, weird, fluky. I, I gave him an A just because. He was so good when he was on the floor, so mm-hmm. good, and I just couldn't couldn't penalize him for being hurt for a guy that was, has never been hurt. Um, mm-hmm. I think part of why he sat out a lot is is just Rick Celebrini sending him out, and just a weird injury thing. But yeah, I I, I had to go. He just they need him now more than I think almost anyone else outside of Steph. They need yeah. Andrew Wiggins. It just it, it's I mean the formal, formula is offensively and defensively. It's crazy. The formula has always been there. Uh, you know Steph, Draymond, and just. All the two way wings you can put around the two of them, and he's probably their best two way wing. Yes, you know he's he's probably surpassed Clay. Clay can Clay can reach some levels, but like game to game, Wiggins is more reliable. Um, it's,
0: sad. I, I, it's sad.
1: It's sad that I he comes second. You give me him, yeah. in, and I assume because of injury, but like it's That's it. yeah, it's sad. They they need to they need to get him and Kaminga on the floor together. They, yeah, they, right. They need it. I mean, I, I want to see the Steph Clay wiggins kuminga draymond lineup that feels like it can be their best playoff lineup but Kuminga's really young and it's got no real run yet so we got to actually see them work on it and that's probably something you know we'll get updates on kuminga i'm not as pessimistic as you but it doesn't sound like he's you know he's definitely not back on friday so um we'll see that's something they're gonna have to work on overall like Wiggins has just been Mr. Consistency for this team. Yeah. He's shooting 43% from three. Um, he's rebounding well. I mean, he's just doing everything you want from him. He just, he's, he's taken a step from the playoffs last year. And, yeah. you know, hopefully he stays healthy the second half of the season. That'll go a long way towards success for them. Um, next one, Draymond. I flirted with uh, lower grade, but I went C. see. People, <laughs> people are probably going to be surprised, but. I, you can't get over the punch. I, I, you can't get over the punch. I, the good, I'm sure you're going to tell me the good, is that he did carry the Warriors through this home stretch. And ever since he's come off the bench, uh, or ever since he's playing with the bench unit in the start of the second quarters, it's helped stabilize the Warriors. But the punch was ridiculous. He knocked a dude out. He knocked a teammate out right before the season. When everybody was happy, we were talking about how happy the team was and he just knocked and pulled out. And the season starts off weird, and it's been weird since, and it's still weird. They're twenty and twenty-one. How many times are we going to yeah. say it on this pod? It's still weird. That's a C. And honestly, I was going to give him a D. I just, just ridiculous start of the season. I and mean, I think he's probably, I think I'm sure they're fine now. It's what everyone is saying, but just a ridiculous start of the season. I gave him, yeah, I gave him a B minus, and maybe <laughs> I'm just, maybe I'm just a softy. Um, ironic, <laughs> but anyway, well deserved. what i was gonna say is i i feel like he's been playing some really good basketball in general uh shooting the wall well 32 percent from three is still a huge improvement for him good um and the defense is always there the punch is really what i penalize him for there's no way to like really quantify how much that screwed the warriors at the start of the season but it definitely did something you know it seems like they've got past it, but it definitely did something. So I got criticized. I gotta hold that against him. He's got the rest of the season to make it up. Yeah. Yeah. Loon. Playoffs, too. Um looney's a guy that I actually I was close. I was close. I didn't give too many A's because this team doesn't deserve any A's. I went mm-hmm. two A's, Stefan Wiggins. Uh Loon got a B for me, just model of consistency. But it's the it's the upside of Loon that I think it's. Um, because his team is injured so often, so maybe this is where I'll divert from the from the loon love sure. uh, that I'm sure you'll give. Um, loon, by the way. played yeah. every game because he is the Iron Man. I do think that's not a good thing at this point. Uh he looks tired. He looks he looks tired and he his his defense, all that stuff, like I do think it affects like guy, go sit. Go sit a couple go sit a couple games. And and the problem, maybe you can blame this on the front office is he can't sit. He actually can't sit because what the hell are they going to do if Looney sits? Right? I don't even need him to sit. I need him to like. He doesn't need to play twenty-five, thirty minutes. Like if they can get if they can get him a couple weeks stretch where he's playing ten to fifteen minutes a game, that works for me too. But uh, but they can't do that because they don't have the bodies to. They literally cannot. And, and I think he doesn't get an A because. The upside isn't there where um, if guys are sitting that he does he can win him a game it's just it's not who he is, and I can't blame him for that uh but the warriors, I think are putting him in a tough situation right now where he has to play every game. That is hard for loon, so maybe I should have given him an a, maybe I'm talking myself into but I went b i gave I gave looney an A, and just to be clear, I gave three a's Steph Wiggins, and looney um and and that's really it because those are the only three guys who have been consistent every time they've played the season when looney plays you know what you're gonna get he's he's played up to his peak looney ability i have no crit you know critique of that same's been true of wiggins even though he missed a month there same has been true of steph curry they all deserve a's for that reason and and other than that everyone else has work to do to improve so i have nothing else to really add but to me it's like you got to give looney an A, just because, you know, he he can't do more than he's done. He's given an A. Um, I, think, I think that's that's to me. That's why he gets a B, is because he can't do more. But but anyway, I know people are gonna kill me for that. It's just it's just I get I get the logic. I I tend to like you're you're just yeah. I I get it. Now right. now get now we get to have fun. Tornpool. <sighs> can can I you do the know, bad? Can I we, do the can, bad? Can we just first let's say our grades and then let's have the convo C? Oh, wow. I want C minus. I think it's the first one I went lower than you. you. You thought I'd go lower. You, to be honest, you thought I'd go lower. I did. Uh, just so the listeners know, I did not see Andy's grades before I gave mine and vice versa. So it was kind of amusing when I saw them right before recording. But anyway, um... Jordan Poole C from Andy, C minus from Sam. I could. You can't go deep because the value of Jordan Poole being someone. What is the alternative? Is it, is it so Ty Jerome plays thirty minutes as the main ball handler? Do I need to see? <laughs> Dray, do I need right. to see Draymond pass the ball back and forth, back and forth, like they did? Traffic cop, baby. Ago? Yeah. You're like I don't need any of that. I don't need like Kaminga to dribble the ball more. I don't need Clay to dribble the ball more, right? So I think the value of Jordan Poole in that stretch that that Steph was mm-hmm. was missing. That that was a B, like that stretch. So everything else coming off the bench has been horrible this season. Uh the game you saw against Phoenix, horrible until he decided to actually show up and shoot the ball. So that's why I balanced it right in the to middle. Me, of the to, to me, the, the, the issue is he didn't progress from last year. And and that's what's been kind of disappointing for me. His shot's fallen off. I still think he can shoot it but 31% is what it is. You know, he needs to be at ah, 30, 31. He needs to be at 37, 38%. He shot 39% in the playoffs. The pool who shoots 40% from 3 is like a all-star. You know, he's like flirting with with stardom. 30%, that's more Lou Williams territory for me, you know? And like it, it, like it works. is it isn't that kind of the difference if pool shoots 40% from 3, he's a borderline all-star. If he shoots 30%, he's a very expensive sixth man. It's really that simple. Everyone wants to, like, focus on every other movie as. Like, no, the difference between the star guards and the six-man bucket-getter guards are the star guards put the ball in the basket efficiently every night. And he has way too many, like, four-for-19 type of nights. You know what I'm saying? 30% is not a six-man. 30% is a, dude, you might be out of the league. 30% on on the volume that he's shooting it at is unacceptable. Mm. 30 percent 31 okay yes i agree but he's still i mean he his overall efficiency from the field's not terrible it's just it reminds me of like jamal crawford jamal crawford always shot 31 percent from three because he was like inconsistent but like he put the ball in the basket in the mid range and other ways fine but that's not who the warriors invested in you know what i'm saying that's that's a that's a journeyman six man right like you sign him four percent please non-negotiable 34% 34% fair fair um, To me the second part of pool That's more disappointing is growth as a Playmaker hasn't been there yet uh, They clearly wanted him to Run a high pick and roll offense yeah. With with James Wiseman In the second unit and that didn't happen And a lot part of that's on Wiseman but also part of it's on Jordan Poole. it's just It's abundantly clear he's Better when he he plays off ball And makes a play than trying to have him run the Offense so for me, that lack of growth is why I get to see. But you did bring up the positive, which is like, dude, only two players played every game him and Looney. And they were able to maintain without Steph. And, you know, Poole will never be Steph. And that's, it's always going to be unfair. We compare him to Steph, but he is at least able to carry the offense for a game here and there when Steph's out. And that at least has some value. I, I but look, I, I disagree with the, uh, I think it's the coaching staff's fault for him trying to make him a playmaker, though. I don't, you gotta, you watch Jordan Poole and you're like, dude, I'm not, I, I don't need him to be a playmaker. I need him to score. And I think that's taken away from him even uh, being an e- efficient scorer, I, I think, is sure. 31%. I think it's taken away. You could blame some of that on the coaching staff, too, is that if he maybe if he focused entirely on just scoring, he wouldn't be at 31%. And 31% is, Thirty-one percent. Thirty-one percent, man. Yeah, like, I mean, you gotta takes, be. At he this. takes some tough shots. Like, let's be honest. Um, thirty-one percent. I mean, it's like it's. I'm almost like a like a parent like an Asian parent at this point. Like, hey, man, like seventy-eight percent of seventy-eight percent. That's a C. Like seventy-eight percent of seventy-eight percent. Like, we gotta bring that. I don't care what the context is. It cannot be that low. I don't care what. Well, unless the context is that you got punched in the face by your teammate before the season started. I guess. In that context, that might make sense. But if we're talking just on court, Sam, that yeah. is not acceptable. It's not acceptable for a guy who can shoot it. He shoots really low percentages from three, um, way too often, and it needs to be fixed. So I yeah. don't know what it is. Then stop and- taking bad shots. Then, if that's the case, right? Yeah. Like if 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 that's the case, if it's tough shots, then stop taking. Try, it. try to be a little more under control. Um. <laughs> yeah. Story. I mean, they want him putting pressure on the defense with his jumper, and it does work to open up the floor. But like, he, we need better than this. That's all I'm. I'm going to leave it at that. Yes. Um, yeah. Let's get to Dante. Dante probably. Well, I still think the Wiggins extension was the best move the front office made, but Dante was a good front office pickup. I give him a B plus. Would you give him B? The same range. Yeah. Um. I feel like the positive is. When when he was signed this summer, I'm like, this guy fits what the Warriors want to do in terms of, you know, he'll pass, he'll cut, he'll defend. He does a little bit of everything. Maybe not great at anything, but really good at everything. And he makes really fast decisions. He's lived up to that. I think he's been excellent. Um, He, you know, still he can't make a layup. uh, But hey, he can't. He really can't. Neither. Hey, we love Andre Godalis. So I can't hold it too much against him. <laughs> like, who on the Warriors can make a layup, though? It's like two guys, Ste- three guys. Stephen Poole. <laughs> Stephen Poole. You know, even yeah. you get, Wiggins is kind of like, it's more of a step back kind of guy. Long two type of guy, right? Sure. So, really, is probably just Stephen Poole. Yeah, I guess Kuminga. Kuminga takes it yeah, hard, Kuminga. but then he can't make free throws. So, that's, that's a different problem. <laughs> yeah. You know. Neither can Wiggins. So, two. Two. Stephen Poole. Uh, but Poole is all more liable to, to just dribble off his foot instead of shooting. So, one. One. Warriors of one guy that can make a layup. Uh hey Dante. I think uh, they they got everything that they wanted from Dante. Right. I think the the only thing and why maybe I put him in the in the in the B range is he's not like an elite defender. He's not GP two level defender. Um, he might not even be. He's probably Kuminga, better overall player, but he. I mean, he'll get more money, right? Um, because well, I mean, he can stay on the floor. GP two, have you seen him this season? But also, you're right. He can handle the ball and he can shoot the three more consistently. Although Dante's weird. Like he'll he'll do some stuff where it's he'll shoot it. He'll just he just got a trick trigger sometimes, and he'll shoot it from like three feet behind the arc, and you're like, sure, sure, he would be shooting that shot. <laughs> yeah, he's. I mean, 37.7 percent from three. I'll take that and run. Sweet. I didn't. I, I. I. You know, he's like 35 in his career. So you know, anytime you get above 37, I'll take it. I honestly I wonder who wants him in free agency not because he's not a good player but his value is so enhanced in a ball movement system you know it it really is like he he's playing better for the Warriors than he played for Milwaukee because Milwaukee doesn't really move the ball the way that the Warriors do he played well for Milwaukee but it was just always like a lot of Giannis ISO downhill like Dante in the corner he's not really a corner guy um but with all that said, I think my favorite thing about Dante is like he does have some of that kind of leadership, some of those leadership qualities. He he definitely helped get them out of the malaise there, and like we'll see where he ends up next season. But he definitely was a good pickup, and I've been pretty happy with this play. Feels like if I'm a, um, feels like if I'm in Orlando or like in Atlanta, not in Atlanta, or just like a younger team that. You know, maybe I'm about to make a, a push that I'm. Yeah, you got, you got 12, the 12 young million. star, but you're not yeah. ready to make the push, and you want that vet to. Yeah, and yeah. Dante's not. And Dante's not going to kill your. like He's not going to kill your lot. Like you said, like he's yeah. more a leader. Yeah, room, he's not going to come in and be like Paula Bancaro. This is my team now. <laughs> you know, he's you know. gonna come in there and be like, I know I'm gonna be the guy who like helps you get to the next level. Steve Kerr brought up a phrase, connector, Mm -hmm. that I'm thinking about a lot now. I don't know why he's not said it before the season. Maybe he has, maybe just haven't. Like, Dante's a connector. Dante's a veteran connector. Uh, I I guess didn't. I mean, didn't he MT helps write, pool. Yeah. yeah, really. Like, didn't MT write a piece about like a Dante? Like, he's a veteran, but he doesn't want to be like. But he's gonna be twenty seven coming up, and he that's a veteran in the NBA. He's turning twenty six now. So twenty seven, twenty six. Remember, you used to make fun of me for for you know caring about whether I was twenty six or twenty seven. You know, it's yeah. the same thing. It's the same thing. But uh, Dante's twenty sixth birthday is January thirty first. We'll throw um, a huge light years party for him. 20. Well there, you go. well, there you go. So, uh, Pacific catch. catch. <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought. He's gonna be a good. He's a leader. He's a good leader. I don't know why. Milwaukee. It felt like Milwaukee fans didn't really. It, it felt like because they, they, they drafted him because he never progressed. And you know how it gets. Like, how do we feel about like Wiseman and stuff like that? Like, he he's played better than Wiseman, but like, you know what it's like where you watch a guy. You're like, is he not gonna get better? And it's you know they 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 got mad that he didn't become the star guard that they wanted him to be. Yeah, honestly. this is who he is. Yeah, this is yeah. who he is. Yeah, this is who he is. He's not a star guard, but you know for the Warriors and and again like the Warriors are paying him six it's like, million. It's like Iguodala too. Iguodala, they're paying him yeah. four point five. Yeah, um, yeah well, he, gonna, he is, that is the classic case. Yeah, Philly, Philly was mad he wasn't a superstar. Warriors love him because he knows we know exactly who he is, and that's a perfect like complimentary player to what they got going on here, you know? Well, I think Philly didn't even know who Andre, I think Philly didn't even know who Andre was because Philly wanted him to be Iverson. Right. And Andre's like, well, dude, I'm, I'm an all time elite defender. And yeah, that's, I mean, they, they needed someone to be like the face 25 shots guy and they drafted him, but that's just not his game. No. You know what I mean? No. So it, it is what it is. And I feel like that's kind of why Dante got the bad rap with Milwaukee. It's like, They wanted him to be that third option. You know, it'd be like, you know, uh, Giannis, Middleton, and Dante. And Dante's really good at a lot of things, but he's probably not your 20-point-per-game third option guy. You know, it's just not who he is. That Andre career arc, by Mm -hmm. the way, that is exactly what would have happened to Jonathan Kaminga. Exactly what would have happened to him. I I can almost, in in an alternate universe, Mm -hmm. what happened with Andre Godala, Exactly what would have happened with Jonathan. Oh, King you're saying Ball. go to a te- Ooh. he'd go to a team and take shots and just not be that guy? Yep. I maybe I, maybe. Yeah. Put my life on it. He, he put my life on it because nobody can prove it. But <laughs> I I, mm-hmm. I can I could guarantee you that that he goes to Orlando two years ago or he goes to I don't know why I always go to Orlando. Uh Houston or Orlando's or Orlando. kind of cool to be honest. They're, they're, they're actually Franz and Paula. Well it would be Paul, Franz and are fun of, to watch, you know, and stuff. So. Coming instead of Franz, right? But it just so so Steve Kirk can mail him to the bench, won't play him. God, you think so? I he just does he like rookies? Whatever we've we've done this conversation. I'm just saying, saying if he gets this Franz, the guy he's seen do what he does in Orlando, he's playing him 30 minutes. If he gets rookie Franz coming in out of college, acting like a rookie, he might get the Moses Moody treatment. He might, you know. Kyle and Kyle and uh, and Steve are similar, huh? Because Kyle hates rookies too. Kyle Shanahan hates. Rookies. Yeah, most coaches most coaches hate rookies uh, unless, yeah, you're, unless, unless you're unless you're or or unless you're unless you're Nick Bosa, and it's like, all right, you're already one of the five best pass rushers. In your second game into your rookie year, but that's a high bar. That's a uh, a high bar and not a realistic bar. Yeah. So, yeah, um, let's get to Kuminga as you mentioned him. Now, uh, I gave Kuminga a B plus. I, I what did you give him? I don't have it in front. A B. Nice. All right, give me your case. Um, he, it's not his fault. It's goodwill hunting. It's not his fault. It was. It's not Kaminga's fault uh, that he struggled this season. Now, uh, you can argue the offense is a mess, dude. The shot, the ball handling. So, so let's let 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 me back this up a little bit, like because I feel like you know let's not we hold, argue on Kaminga so much. We'll let's not let's not hold. the Look. I feel like the bad start to the season is probably more on the coaching staff not having a clear idea. But you could also argue them benching him probably got him to buy into his role more than anything because he was pretty electric uh, as a defender and just kind of being that cutter the last like 15 games up until uh, he got hurt and hopefully he's back soon. There's a lot to argue there. You and I are going <laughs> to spend 20 minutes on this. Um, I think I think that they there's so much push and pull with Kaminga. I think similar to Jordan Poole early in his career, the push and the pull, it's like what, what Jordan Poole wants to do versus what the coaching staff wants to do. Same thing with Kaminga. Sure. Um, but I gave him a B because he's just so integral to, I think, their identity. Their identity is defense, versatility. Um, their identity is is cutting. And I think when Kaminga plays to that style, IQ offensively, pass the ball, keep it moving. Can I fit into mm. it? And when Kaminga plays to it, A plus, A plus, in that stretch before he got hurt, A plus. But it's it's when he's it's when he's the guy that's like in summer league, where I remember watching him in summer league and sitting here and going, dude, that guy can't play for the Warriors. He doesn't want to play. He doesn't want to play the way the Warriors want to play. He wants to shoot 35 times a game. How how are you going to tell me that guy is going to play on the Warriors? And maybe that's just never going to happen, right? Maybe that's just something that's not going to be possible for Kaminga to play on the Warriors. But then we learn four months later that actually, John Kaminga is a perfect fit for the Warriors because... He has all those set traits. So Sam, I don't know, man. I, I just I gave him a B because it feels like that he's gonna be so my, my super important four months from now. It's so what it feels? Yeah, my biggest. So one, he's his defense has progressed. He's playing the GP2 role as kind of their best point of attack defender. That's huge growth. Also, he's been rebounding the ball better. That matters. He's always gonna be athletic, getting to the rim and finishing. The reason I gave him a B and not an A, uh the shot hasn't progressed. And that's the biggest thing for me. 26% from three, a mess. 67% from the free throw line. It's going to be hard to play him more than 15 minutes a game in the playoffs if those things don't improve in the second half. You know exactly what teams are going to do to him in the playoffs. If he can't hit a shot, they're going to Tony Allen him in the corner. They're going to foul him. If Steph is on a run, they'll be like, we're going to send Kuminga intentional free throws. They do all that stuff. So that's kind of the most important thing for me. If Kuminga can figure out his jump shot, he's playing 30 minutes a game immediately because he his defense translates. And he's bought into not having the ball in his hands every possession. And other than that, like just he has to be able to hit shots. And then he's good to go. He Him more than anybody else on this roster. Mm-hmm. they are depending on if they're going to win a championship i think yeah they I, need I, him I, to they need him to play a rotation wing role in the playoffs they don't have auto. they don't have gp2 he can take up the mantle for one of those roles he has to they don't he have, has to not he can yeah he can but he has to Dante will help but they need kuminga to help as well otherwise it's just going to be the core five playing 48 minutes and they're probably going to lose in round 2 because they're dead otherwise know? go send five picks for Ananobi. it's just it's yeah. it's that's there's they need him and that's why this injury sucks and frankly because like it's he needs the reps, because it's the, the reps, reps. Yeah. it's not about like is he going to be fine long term i don't give a shit like they need him to be able to play and develop like you just said it's mm-hmm. not about it, it is about like yes he's going to be fine long term cool steve kerr but at the end of the day like what they're missing the month that they're going to miss him because i think it's probably going to be closer to a month that they're going to miss him ter- terrible all right let's keep it moving what do we got all right, let's let's rip through these last few. James Wiseman, yeah, F, F. Um, we uh, no we no progress really. He went to the G League. We'll see what happens in the second half of the season. Great. Um, I'm just ready to be done with the Wiseman. <laughs> no, you will not be done with Wiseman. He will be on this team. You will never be done. We will never be done. But I don't have anything to add, Sam. I just we talked about it. F- yeah, I'm gonna leave it there. Moody. You gave him a D. I did a C minus, which just feels like a D, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs> um, no progress. I feel like the coaching staff is absolutely part of the reason there's no progress, but no progress is no progress. He's not getting on the court. Really disappointing, honestly. D for disappointing, I think. with both. Yeah, okay, fine. You. D for disappointing for, for Moody. Uh, Jamichael Green. Oh, hey, we both gave him an F. Yeah, I mean, this ties in. The front court's a problem. Both of their backup guys got F's from us. Jamichael, they wanted to replace Bielita or Otto with doesn't have the IQ to play the Warriors way. I do he does fight hard, but like it's not working. And now he's out. He does play hard. Like it it, it was I you know, want to I want him to have success because too. he's easy to root for, but it's just he it doesn't look like he's gonna fit the Warriors system. And then he's been out and then he does not yeah, coming back anytime help. Soon, infection so. ugh, you know like, like dude i just i don't know man so i i only gave 2a's and 2f's and 2f's to your point is the backcourt uh, the front court guys so yeah, get these get them some help man get them some help yeah if you're catching a theme here we think the front court needs help uh, <laughs> uh the 2a guys i put them together you, you gave him a c i gave him an a yeah i gave him a c and, and this i guess is the one thing we the, the disagreed on i gave him a c because i got to see too much of them too much <laughs> too much i feel like that's a, i feel like feel like that's a, a a bad mark on the coaching staff or the front <laughs> office not on like i rated them relative to what i expect to from a two-way guy yeah, yeah like like i thought lamb and Ty jerome have basically maxed out in terms of what they you have. can expect from two-way guys the bigger problem is that they're playing too much are they are they the best two-way guys in the nba like, are there better two-way guys than these guys that have given minutes to the to the team? Without without checking right now, I don't think any other team has two-way guys playing as much as the Warriors do. So they've logged, if not the most, top three minutes for two-way guys. So that's something. Like, no other team uses their two-way guys like this. And maybe if- it's because other teams don't have roster spots going to, like, Rollins, who's, like, you knew when they drafted Rollins. like he's not—he's going to be in Santa Cruz all year. And lo and behold, he's in Santa Cruz all year. All year, no. he's not even close to being ready. If I it's were their, the Warriors, it's their idea, we're going to get a twenty-five-year-old on a two-way so we can draft a nineteen-year-old who we want to develop. If I were the Warriors, what I would do is I would not convert either player. I would, I would not. I would just let that go. I would cut, Wave Jermichael Green, and then I would spend those two roster spots on veteran buyouts. Like, if I were the Warriors, that's what I would do because I I don't know who the vet buyout guys are, Sam, but they are going to be guys that look at the Warriors and say, you're telling me that Ty Jerome is getting to play 20 minutes game. Anthony Lamb is the first guy off the bench. You're telling me that's a championship. I can go to that team and I can help this team win a championship. I'm taking that roster spot. And so if I'm the Warriors, I don't convert, and I cut Jermichael Green, and I get two vet buyout guys. That's what i do. I do think Ty Jerome's a player they're going to want to sign next year because um, he's such a fit uh, as a connector, as Steve likes to put it, on offense, and they're probably going to lose Dante in free agency. Like, maybe – Maybe he comes back, but highly unlikely. It's more likely he'll get paid too much money for the Warriors to match. And Ty Jerome can be kind of like a deep bench guy for them. But I kind of agree with you. They might not need to convert him right now. Um, Okay, let's do our overall grades. B. I want C-, which is basically just the same thing. 20 and 21, not good enough. Disappointing fucking first half. Yeah for disappointment that's what i got for these guys so um that's the theme of the warriors for the first half it's your midterm warriors you got time to turn it around but we're not sugarcoating it not what i want all right appreciate you